Last time on Heroes Rolling Zeros. Next stop, Catalyst Corp. And every so often you hear uh, Mr. Victor going, Emil, butt in your seat, please. Uh, are we going to meet Rift today? A young man in a lab coat approaches you all. I know North Halcyon kids when I see them. Isn't my brother. What? I dab in his direction. All right, let me show you around. Let's get this tour on the road. get this tour on the road all right so we're walking and talking yeah so um halcyon city has like a ton of museums uh around center city park like this is kind of where all of the big landmarks are or at least most of them um and you guys living in halcyon have probably gone to a ton of them in like elementary and middle school but like it's come a long way uh catalyst court probably wasn't open to the public back then but the the other big fixture of the city is the um halcyon museum of heroics and back in the day that was literally just like you know you'd see like a, a cardboard cutout of captain halcyon <laughs> next to like a little miniature of some battle or you know like some dumb shit like that or like yeah. maybe if you're lucky a replica of a costume and then everything was like you know how there, there'll be a display and then you can push the red button for like the voiceover um to explain what you're looking at and it would always be some like hokey pre-recorded uh superhero giving you like giving you the dialogue on, on what the thing is um but and so maybe people could be forgiven for expecting that out of this tour but it's actually like some pretty sick shit like uh it's definitely like a lot of this is geared to be educational for students to come through um and you see some kids around like probably some elementary schoolers are also going through this stuff but there's like there's like a, a sort of little wind tunnel that you can get into, like uh, mimic what it would be like to be Starbolt flying at like fucking Mach two or whatever, you know. So like <laughs> uh, to to simulate that, um, and then there's this whole room um, that's geared up to simulate being Revenant, another one of the big uh, exemplars who can phase through shit. What a dope ass name! Yeah, Revenant. Revenant is. Um, I don't know how much lore drop to just dump on you, but he's. I think if you were like an edgy middle school kid, I look right uh, you you would really be into Revenant because he's just like got this whole like spectral thing going on, um, and has She's a a so troubled hi- a troubled history. She's as edgy uh, as it, a cloud. Yeah, Kate, Kate nice. wants to be edgy. Um, but there's a whole room that's set to mimic like his phasing abilities, where you can like go through stuff and just kind of like play around with like the physics of what it would be like to to do that and there there is there is a room that is is supposed to like uh you know tribute the whole fleet foot thing of like of, <laughs> okay of, you know, i like, just like poke uh call in like right in the belly button look <laughs> yeah i'm gonna check it out let's let's go check it out Colin. is it just like is it like a wind tunnel type thing again yeah yeah it's it's sort of similar to the to the starbolt thing um 
but they they have it's it's not like an exact replica but they have two because there's just so many fucking people that they were like that eh, might be redundant but like <laughs> people might get a chance to use this one uh the starbolt one though colin is infinitely more popular like you you watch as like emil and ty get in the back of a line to try to 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 dick around with uh with the starbolt machine thing right um there's only a couple people who are interested in trying to simulate being Fleetfoot because people don't people don't care all that much about Fleetfoot. Oh, uh, yeah. At least at least not at least not side by side with the leader of the exemplars. Don't worry, Colin. We'll stand in this line. Uh, you yeah. notice that like the figure of of Fleetfoot and the voice that like you know is constantly explaining what's going on is this. The voice is just like this deep baritone. And the figure is like you know the, the striking pose of a a man in a fleet foot costume with his hands on his hips. Um, it's n- it's not Ada that they're trying to have be the face of Fleetfoot. It's obviously um, it's obviously Cassius, even though he hasn't been active in like fifteen years. At this least, is discrimination. Know? Yeah, Collins. Collins. Literally, no one when people think of Fleetfoot, they look back at that. They're not uh. thinking about Ada. Colin's really, really genuinely annoyed by that, but I don't, I mean, I don't think he's going to say anything. I think he's going to keep it to himself, but I'm going to mark angry on my conditions sure. because sure. that's, he, that really pisses him off. Yeah. You, you hear uh, the voice of, of Cassius in like this, this deep, and he has like this, like, I'm a paragon of masculinity thing going on when he talks and it's like all this yeah. stuff about, but he's like spouting all of this sciencey shit. Um, that you know he doesn't understand. It's like <laughs> when you're fleet foot, you run it, blah blah blah, and like your your heartbeat can withstand like all this shit about how he withstands the the force of running that fast. Um, but yeah, it's obviously Cassius. Yeah, I'm gonna. Is there like a line, or can I just like hop in the wind tunnel? Real you quick? maybe have to wait for like two kids who are like kind of hanging out in there for their parents to be like, hey, like I think someone actually wants to use it, and not just like chill on it. <laughs> um, so they so they scatter and you can go in. I'm gonna do that just just for the sake of doing it. And when I'm done, I'm gonna step back out and walk over to Cade. And... Well, can I walk in with him? Yeah, sure. Is is this actually what it feels like? I mean, I mean it's cool and all, but not really. Madison <laughs> is going to have dragged Emil over. It, hey, Emil, this is Colin's favorite one. You got to go in it too. Uh, Emil's like, oh, cool. Um, he, and he's coming over and Ty's like, Fleetfoot? Your favorite is Fleetfoot? Really? Yeah, my favorite's Fleetfoot too. Everybody's she... favorite is Fleetfoot. What does she even do? She's super fast. She yeah, saves Starbolt, lives, Starbolt Ty. is super fast and she can fly and she can shoot laser beams. Yes, well, some people have to make the most of less than that. Yeah, exactly. She's less than that. Yeah, and what are you? Uh, he he looks at you and he's like, taller than you for one. You trying we to can squ- do with a lot less than that, I think. You trying to square up, sophomore? Yeah, Ty- Kate, Kate like puffs up her five foot three form, and she's like actually like bristling. Ty- he, he really just looks amused. Like he's not mad at you. Like Todd looked like he wanted to fight you. Uh, Ty is just like, wow. Todd and Ty are two douchebags so far. Um, <laughs> yeah. What is it with the T names? All y'all T's out there suck. Um, no, Ty, Ty just looks amused. Like, that's kind of his shtick, is he just 
is amused by everything constantly, but in a very smug way. Is Parker still in the vicinity? Yeah, he's around. I'm going to say, Ty, how about you come back at us when you're not so insecure you have to pick on a guy with crutches? Ooh. 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 And uh, I give Parker a nod. Uh, Parker, like, kind of half smiles, but then, like, quickly looks away. Like, he doesn't want to be a part. Does not want to be a part of this. But definitely, you know, like, appreciated the spirit of it. Um, uh, Ty doesn't have anything very, very quick for that. Yeah. Um, ha ha ha, nothing quick for Fleetfoot. Oh, dab, dab, dab. But he just, like, squints at you, Colin, and he's like, we thought you were one of us, man. And now you're, like, running around with all these dweebs. I... Madison's gonna just... I don't know. I was gonna say she punches him in the stomach, <laughs> but yeah, she's gonna punch him in the stomach. Oh, oh no! Jesus. Ugh, right in the belly button. Oh, Cade starts to back away. She did not want to escalate <laughs> this to violence. Madison, you know, roll, a di- roll a direct engage for me. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, darn it. Ooh. She rolls a six. Uh, he just kind of like sees you doing it and like catches your wrist, and he's like. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're crazy. You're uh, mean. And he just like starts walking away. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. I just uh, think I'm gonna let that Peter out. I'm just. He's a butthead, and I'm gonna push him off the top of this building. I'm Madison. Madison, Madison you can't do that. Um, that would be so bad. Please. It do would not. be murder. Yeah, but you know, your brother would get fired. Don't do that. Oh yeah. I guess I should. He's gone. Back to get in line for the Starbolt VR experience. Because they... Actually, I should fucking retcon. Uh, Starbolt doesn't have a fucking wind tunnel. She has a VR experience. Fleet, Fleetfoot has a wind tunnel. You know I was what? thinking too small. I was thinking small. I am going to try... This is the first time I'm going to use my powers since oh, the reality okay. storm. I want okay. to just shut down that VR experience. Oh, okay. How so? How so? (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I have overcharge. Oh, damn. I need like two burn for that. Never mind. That's not exactly what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. I guess, um, I need to do my burn thing real quick. Sure. Or or can I do like a, I don't know if this is like a non burn ability. What? You know, sending something, some sort of little magic over to just like short circuit it. You don't have to have burn to use your powers. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I just want something to like short circuit it. Yeah. Uh, roll and unleash your powers for me. Okay. Because you know, then other people will have to come see Fleetfoot's cool thing. So. Uh, you got an eight. I did. Get um. An eight. All right. On a seven to nine. You can mark a condition. Uh, so so you, you do what you want to do. You short circuit it. Okay. Um, with an eight, you can either mark a condition or I'll tell you how what you did is unstable or temporary. I'll go for unstable or temporary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it flickers and there's a couple sparks and everyone jumps away. It's like, oh, huh, huh. Um, but uh, it, 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 it flickers and comes back on almost immediately, but enough people are put off by that that they uh, that they jump the line. Good. Um, but it's not like it's not like down for the count. I'm just gonna I'm gonna look at Wisteria with like a because I mean I'm I mean I'm sure it wasn't clear that it was her, but I'm gonna have an inkling and just kind of look at her with like my eyebrows raised, like 
Was that? Was that you? <laughs> I make a face like, what, me? No. Um, no, never. I wouldn't do that. I, I'm gonna, Colin smiles a little bit, and he's past the whole, she just tried to punch someone in the middle of the <laughs> lobby. We're a bunch of high schoolers. Somebody's gonna get punched. You hear Zach talking to George. Um, they're over at the super nerdy exhibit that no one wants to go look at. That's, um, mainframe is sort of this, like, android AI thing that uh, Rift built for the exemplars, but now she kind of fights alongside them. The AI that Ada talked about picking up um, facial recognition. Oh. Yeah, of William Colt. Uh, that's a ah, problem yes. for another day, though. Billy there, Colt. He, you, you can hear Zach talking over there with George, uh, but he's now on his way over um, to y'all. He walks up to you, Madison, because uh, he doesn't really need to be on right now because everyone's kind of got some free time to interact with the exhibits. Uh, he walks over and he just kind of like looks down at you and he's like, uh, you good, kid? <laughs> you all right over here? What? Yeah, of course I am. What are you talking about? Don't tell mom. Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, but that speaking... kid's a troublemaker, just so you know. And I point at Ty. Speaking of not telling mom about troublemakers, um, I heard that you had an accident in your room? Yeah, an elephant fell on my bed. Okay, that's bullshit. I jumped on it. Maybe I don't want to know. Never mind. Um, just <laughs> forget, I, forget I asked. I was oh. practicing wrestling takedown moves. Okay, well, whatever it was, just please make sure you don't drop an elephant on anything in here because I need this job, Madison. Mm, okay, Zachary. I'm going to try to like shoulder in and change the subject and be like, oh, how long have you worked here? This place is so cool. Uh, he looked. He, he uh, was born in this lab. He was made a test tube baby. You're Madison. You're not supposed to tell anybody about that. Yeah, <laughs> we're all test tube babies. Why did they? Never mind. <laughs> we redheads are a dying breed. We do need to be preserved through Zachary. This is my friend Colin, and this is also my friend Cade, and that's hey. Emil over there, the one who is upside down in a wind tunnel. Uh, He's kind of my friend, but not really. Emil, Emil sees you talking about him, and then he sees Zach, and he flounders a little bit and gives an upside down dab, <laughs> uh, because now he thinks that that's what Zach's like into. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Zach, Zach uh, looks at Kate and Colin. He's like, "Oh, hey, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm, I'm Zach," and he shakes y'all's hand. Nice to meet you. So, Zach, your sister's pretty awesome. I am. Oh, she's got you. She's got you fooled for now, I guess. <laughs> How'd you end up working at Catalyst? I got a scholarship through them to go to Halcyon University. You know, I, I met with the scholarship committee a couple times, and uh, they found out I was interested in in um, science <laughs> and nerd <laughs> shit. Uh, and whoa, my brain just broke. Just wow. right, Zach. My brain just broke. <laughs> uh, holy shit! I am a robot. I was genetically engineered. Uh, Madison, what? Do you think his specific field would be that he's into? Mm. Not to put you on the spot too much, but to think. I just not, my... So you you want me to think about science right now? Yeah, well, that's what, that's what broke my brain was. I was gonna try yeah, to have him explain thing. what he was interested in, and then I died. Quick, anybody else here? No science. <laughs> biology, biology of superheroes. Like what makes okay. the, what what makes oh. you know certain biology in humans. More He's looking for powers. the X gene. Yeah, the He's looking that for the might... fucking X gene. Sorry, yes. that's uh, copyright. Let's. Uh, he's <laughs> looking for the H gene. <laughs> the, the M, H gene. The M gene, because it's a uh, masks. Masks. 
Yeah, no, but uh, just to rephrase everything that I just said so I can cut that whole part where I died out of the podcast. Um, he looks at he looks back at you, Colin, and he smiles. He's like, yeah, I got um, I got a scholarship to go to school through uh, through Catalyst on a science program. And, um, you know, I, I met with the committee a couple times. They found out I was interested in um, in biology and like um, like figuring out what's different on the genome for for heroes versus just the mundane normal people. Um, I got the internship and it's been pretty sweet so far. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, a, you... it's a pretty good gig. What have you discovered? Is there like a weird birthmark that everyone has or? Yeah, actually, if you look, all superheroes have a birthmark like right above their left butt cheek that looks like Africa. Oh my God. Oh, it's that's... crazy. I'm still trying to figure out what causes that, but it's, it's pretty hmm. interesting stuff. Hey, so speaking of my favorite big brother in all the entire world. What do you want? Can we meet Rift? He he kind of chuckles and he's like, no. Uh, oh, please. Please. No, I mean, she, she's she's at her other job right now, I think. What's her other job? What else does she do? Being Madison. an exemplar. Oh, right. <laughs> Madison. Um, Are there any other superheroes here today? Can we uh, meet them? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, if there are, if they are, they're not in costume. So keep it, keep an eye out. Maybe we'll spot a few. I look directly at Caden and Colin. I I look at uh, Zach's butt and I see, I don't see any Africa peeking up there. I think we're safe. He's normal. Don't worry. You don't look, you don't look at Zach's butt. (laughs) I know I want to yes and everyone, but you don't. (laughs) Why can't I look at Zach's butt? Come on. He's got a lab coat. You would have to pull the whole lab coat up and untuck it. I'm not going to look at his bare ass. I'm just looking at (laughs) him. The area of his butt. Don't look at my brother's butt. <laughs> so, Zach, do you ever uh, run into Rift? Have you ever got to work with her? I've never gotten to work with her. I work with her brother some. Um, but she helped found it and get it off the ground. And But now she splits her time uh, between this and super heroics. And I, I guess that she thinks that her time is better spent there. Um, but, I mean, she, she's got a lot of people that she's promoted through the ranks that she can trust to, to take care of things while she is off doing other stuff, you know? That's pretty But she's, she's around. She's around every once in a while. It's Madison puts a hand over Zach's time. mouth. Okay, don't okay, you stop talking for a second. Madison? Um, I have a suggestion. You know I hate it when you do that. Okay, I take my hand away. I have a suggestion for your displays here because uh-huh. I feel personally attacked and offended that it's only the dude Fleetfoot here. Yeah, like, I mean, the current Fleetfoot is pretty badass. Where's Lady Fleetfoot? Where's the rep- representation? Uh, representation. He looks, he looks super called out, and he's like, Madison, you know I don't get to help make those decisions. I've been here for like a year. But you work here, you can, you know, break some kneecaps, leave a couple, you know, strongly worded I don't know, mails. what about I work here makes you think that I can also break kneecaps here. That's or, a big or, jump in or, logic right Zach, there, Matt. Listen to me. You could seduce Rift. <gasps> and then you'd have the power of I'm the listening. whole corporation. And then I could I'm be related listening. to Rift. Okay. Oh my gosh. Zach, huh. this is your calling, not not stupid science. You've had worse plans. Yeah, I know. I know I have. <laughs> okay, Operation Seduce Rift is a go-go. Colin was very close to saying, like, okay, I think we're getting out of hand. And then he realized that Zach was into it, and he's just kind of accepted this is his life. Like, this is where we're at. Zach is totally bullshitting, but he definitely does not seem put off by 
by Madison. Um, he's like, I'll keep you posted. I'll let you know any developments on that. All right, uh, All right. I'm gonna add boy, this to our it. list of side quests is to is to set up Zach and Rift at some point. Okay. I don't know how old Rift is, but it's gonna happen. Rift is probably like thirty. Oh hell yeah, perfect. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Yeah, so you guys are, are talking to Zach, uh, and you see uh, Mr. Victor, is, is he's moved over to the science exhibit with, with George. Uh, you see Amanda is around, and she's like half-heartedly into everything. She's not journaling anymore, mm. but you know she's not uh, her usual uh, Energizer Bunny levels of extra. Hey, Zach, um, what, one more thing. I know she's a yep. little young for you, but if the whole rifting doesn't work out, there's a girl who's going to be graduating but, soon who might oh. be up your alley. This is borderline at best. I'm going to go do my job. Uh, and he turns oh. around and walks off. I would be like, yeah, medicine. Uh, I mean, she's once not she, even 18 yet. We should probably wait is, a few years. Once she is, then I'll introduce them. Oof. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to wander over to uh, Amanda and be like, so uh, so this is pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. It's changed so much since the last time I was here. When were you here last time? Oh, just a tour. I want to try to get an internship here someday. Yeah, what do you want to do? I thought I thought the whole journalism thing was your dream. I don't know. I think my parents want me to do something um, more profitable. I don't know. Uh, I I I told them I wanted to go to law school or doctor, to, or, or to medical <laughs> or to doctor school, uh, <laughs> to medical school. But I, I don't know. They didn't seem too impressed by that either. So maybe they want me to like change the world through science or something. Amanda, that's. I asked what you wanted to do, though. She looks like totally like she doesn't know what to say to that. She's like, <laughs> that, that, that is, that's what I want to do. You want to do whatever your parents want you to do? I mean, no, no, I just, I, it's probably, whatever they want me to do is probably a good idea, you know? I guess, um, I think they'd be proud of you no matter what you did. I mean, you're pretty much. She like, laughs. <laughs> like, she, she chuckles to herself <laughs> at the idea of them being proud of her no matter what you're like on track to be valedictorian and you're like president of yearbook club like you could do anything she's like yeah i know try telling them that but uh she kind of mutters it to herself like she's not usually like exposed like a vein but right now she kind of she kind of is but uh, then she like smiles at you apologetically like she realizes that she's like letting down walls that she doesn't like to let down and she just kind of smiles at you and she's like so um have you done any of these yet yeah i mean i stood in the the wind tunnel was pretty cool uh i've never really been able to run that fast so no i mean the new stuff that one's been here for like ever they haven't even updated it i mean fleetfoot's pretty cool though i guess which was your favorite? Oh, the Starbolt one. Oh, yeah, Starbolt. I mean, Starbolt's They give cool. you these VR goggles and you can, like, shoot lasers. It's it's something. And you can just, like, fly and fly and fly and fly and fly. Colin's just, like, uh, overhearing this from a distance. <laughs> just like, God damn it. Madison's, like, rolling her eyes. <laughs> yeah, Amanda trails off uh, her eyes dreamy as she thinks about flying very far away. Oh. Uh, then you hear uh, Mr. Victor going, Emil, I told you, get get out of there. And Emil is, is dragged out of, of the wind tunnel. Um, <laughs> and and he, he looks at uh, Zach 
and is like, I think maybe we should move to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Victor is like loosely holding Emil by the arm and is like, all right, let's all finish up. Let's move to the next thing. Uh, clearly, we can't be trusted <laughs> with free time. And you hear a couple a couple other students just mumbling like, damn it, Emil. Um, <laughs> as, uh, and Zach is like, all right, let's head upstairs. Uh, we got, we got, uh. I got clearance to give you a little sneak peek of some stuff we're working on. I'm going to say real loudly. Yeah, my cool older brother has promised to let us meet Rift. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, no way. Uh, and Mr. Victor is like, whoa, wow, that's exciting. And Zach is like waving his hands like, no, that that's not true. I did he not. He is definitely doing it because you can't let us down now because we're all that's so excited. Enough. Rift is not here right now. We'll call her because guess what? He, her booty call. What? Uh, the the scene transitions. <laughs> like, it just it just like soft fades on everyone getting hype and Zach being like, no, 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 no. And when it comes back to you guys are riding one of the glass elevators, maybe two of the glass elevators because yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of y'all. But you can see like the lobby getting smaller beneath you. Uh, you can see Rift. The hologram is still going like the big middle of the room hologram that's welcoming people and blah 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 blah. Um. And you're rising up, and Zach is giving a little spiel on, like, yeah, so we'll be heading up to uh, some of our less restricted labs. Um, you can get a peek at some of the stuff that we're working on up there. Uh, I do ask that uh, if we stay in the hallway, because, you know, obviously there's, you know, it's not safe for people to be coming and going uh, into the into the different rooms. But we can peek through the windows, maybe wave at somebody, and get a little preview of some stuff that you might be seeing in the city Um more regularly, you know? Madison raises her hand again. Um, anyone else? <laughs> Mr. Zach. Anyone, anyone Mr. else got a question? I, I raise my hand. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Cade. Um, can you answer Madison's question? Who? I'm gonna tell mom you didn't call on me. Uh, <laughs> he looks over and he's like, okay, um, the, uh, the loud redhead. Thank you. Thank you, ugly redhead. Okay. Um... I was wondering if this is like the Willy Wonka elevator and if it's just going to shoot straight out the ceiling into the um, air. This, this isn't very much like uh, the chocolate factory. Um, we do try to minimize um, child tour guests' deaths. Um, I look at at uh, George and I go, see, you're, we're going to be fine, I think. Uh, but the survivors do not get to own Catalyst Corporation, Aww, unfortunately. Too bad, George. Yeah. And sorry, I did leave my cute top hat at home. But yeah, you, you guys go up a couple stories. Um, you're very high up and the doors open and you are led into um, uh, uh, you, you go down a couple hallways. There's some employee only doors with key card scanners. But eventually you go down and the walls uh, turn to mirror or not to mirrors. The walls uh, have windows on them and you can see into some labs um, and some of them are darker. Uh, there's people in all of them. Some of them are just like not lit for public viewing. But the ones, there are a couple that you can see right into. And Zach starts to give you like a, a spiel on some stuff. Science, science, science. Science? No, I tried to write some of this down. Science. Um, he, he just kind of like gestures around. He's like, all right, so this is um, the Henry Whitaker wing of the lab. Uh, if you look through this one, you can see... Um, those folks messing with the space rock over there. Uh, that's actually some of what we salvaged from the wreckage of that comet that Starbolt, you might have heard of, that she she knocked out of the sky. Uh, uh, we're still kind of analyzing the properties of that, but they're hard at work over there. 
Um, and George is like pulling his glasses up to his eyes to like peek through the window and look at all this stuff. I pick up George under the armpits and lift him up so you can see better. He's, he squirms a little bit, but eventually realizes that this is actually better and uh, <laughs> begrudgingly falls quiet. Look, that's where aliens are hatched, out of that rock. <laughs> Zach told me, swore me to secrecy, and now I swear you to secrecy. George is like, wait, did he really tell you that? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Zach is continuing on and pointing at some of the other rooms. Um, you can see uh, some of the other lit up rooms. You can see like this mech, mech sort of suit of armor. Um, being blasted with cold air and then slammed with flamethrowers. And you can see a bunch of people with, like, tech pad um, clipboard kind of deals, like, noting, like, some of the scanners on the wall, like, analyzing how the suit's performing in all these different conditions. And Zach is explaining, like, and these we're hoping to give to some of our first responders in the city. Um, Obviously, the superheroes are out here handling the big bads, but, you know, we have to have people on the ground looking after everybody. And so we want to make sure that they are provided with suits that can endure whatever kind of conditions that might be going on. If the cold front starts coming through the city again, uh, we want to make sure that people <laughs> down on the ground level don't freeze to death while they're, you know, saving everyone. Um, and he's going through all that. One of the rooms that's not lit up is, is a room full of terrariums. And there's people moving back and forth. There's all these, like, monitors on the wall that seem to be uh, tracking, like, vital signs. Um, you can't, obviously, you can't make out what all is what all is on the screens but you you can see um some folks like you can see like there's frogs in the terrariums there's like even a couple like dark ones that you can see like there are bats in there that are being kept um in conditions that won't fuck up their eyes mm-hmm. um uh you can see some snakes uh you see you see uh this like tall like super spindly looking dude like kind of like a gangly scientist like He's got a snake on his arm and he's like affixing a collar kind of thing to it and then looking at the screen and they're going back and forth. Uh, that's not one of the ones that Zach is addressing. He he keeps explaining stuff about like the space rock and some of the interesting qualities that they found out about it so far, but they're not sure about the applications um, and all that jazz. Some of the class is interested. Obviously, uh, some of them are less interested. You can guess who. Uh, Kate is very tempted to transform into something and sneak in there, but she's she's holding back. Free the frogs. Free the frogs. Free the frogs. Let's free them. We gotta start a revolution, Cade. We gotta go in there. Yeah, everyone oohs and ahs as just like this massive flamethrower blasts the mech suit. It's just so intense that it's like lighting up the whole hallway even more than it's already lit up. Oh my god. But you know, everyone, everyone's checking that shit out and is really into it. Madison um, raises her hand again. Madison? Yes. Can we take turns wearing the suit and getting hit by a fire blast? It's it's still in testing, oh. so we're not uh, guaranteed that <laughs> that it will endure what every our blast. Par- our parents all signed the same. That said, thing. you're welcome to hop in. And okay. Give it a go. We need yeah. human testers. Are you volunteering to be our first? I'll do it. Let's go. Uh, you called his bluff, and he <laughs> like chuckles nervously, and he's like, "Uh." But you have to joke. hold the flamethrower. And then Emil is like. <laughs> Emil is like, oh, I want to try it. And a yeah. couple other people are like, oh, yeah, like if we're taking turns, I'll give it a go. And Zach's like, that was a joke. That was a joke. Um, we can't get in the suit. But maybe if you be- if you become a firefighter in two years, maybe you'll have one uh, as just like your uh, gear. I mean, what do you do? Because you could definitely get get us into your own lab, right? Uh, he looks a little nervous and he's like, no, uh, we're working on some stuff that isn't quite ready to be shown off yet. Can we all get DNA tested? 
I, I have no idea what that could possibly have to do with anything here. Maybe one of us is a superhero. I subtly <laughs> kick medicine. Ow. Well, I said maybe. Hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood game master, Daniel Morrison, here. Thank you for listening to the 12th episode of Heroes Rolling Zeros. I'll keep this one short and sweet since I feel like this episode is on the longer side. Um, as always, you can find the show on Twitter at Heroes Rolling. If you tweet about the show using the hashtag Heroes Rolling Zeros, I might steal your name for a character on the show. Also, we'll probably see it and say what's up. Um, so if you want to hit us up there, that is at Heroes Rolling. Also, if you ever felt so inclined to leave a review on iTunes or wherever you review your podcasts, we would sincerely appreciate it. Um, cause we are a baby podcast, a little bit, a little bit baby podcast. Uh, the next episode is going to be coming out next week. Uh, we normally do every other week, but we've got some seasonal episodes planned through the end of 2019. Um, so we need to move a little bit faster with the catalyst arc uh get a get a few weeks ahead so we're not totally late on our seasonal episodes um so keep an eye out next thursday october 10th for the third part of the catalyst corporation arc thanks for listening enjoy the rest of the episode As this is going on, uh, there's movement in the room with, like, the reptiles and the bats and stuff. And the door opens and some cold air blows out. And then it quickly closes again. And uh, you hear a voice say, Zach, is this the group from your alma mater you were telling me about? Uh, And Zach, you know, really brightens up. Like, he is kind of surprised. He's like, oh, uh, yes, sir, everyone, this is... Dr. Alexander Murray, co-founder of Catalyst Corp. And Emil is immediately just like, oh shit, you're Rifts, brother? Um, and Dr. Murray's like <laughs> excited smile kind of falters a little bit, but he looks used to being identified as Rifts' brother. Mm. Um, but he kind of waves everyone's like, oh, uh, how's, how's everyone finding the lab today? It's super cool, but he won't let us test any of it. I push my way to the front. I am outraged. I am Zach's younger sister. Not the youngest. I'm the older one. So Zach uh, is quickly coming over like he wants to put this fire out before but it starts. listen, so I think I have some, you know, sway, I think, here at uh, oh, Catalyst. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> my name's Madison. Great to meet you. Dr. Um, Murray, it's a pleasure. He promised us that we could meet Rift. And no. so far, all we've met is you. No offense, but we want to see some supers. Um, Madison. Uh, Dr. Murray looks, he, he like smiles at you like he's a little amused. Can we at um, least like webcam chat with her or something? He he looks at Zach sort of like, you didn't promise these kids anything. And Zach's like, no, uh, she is joking. Madison's a lot. Um. And uh, Dr. Murray is like, well, Madison, I know everyone would love to meet Rift, but uh, I'm the Murray that you're going to have to deal with today. Do you I'm have sorry. superpowers? No. <laughs> no. So, hmm. so, Dr. Murray, what is it that you're working on? Can you tell us about it? Oh, um, the... 
uh, he he scratches at his like fledgling beard. Um, fledgling beard. <laughs> fledgling beard. He's he can't be thirty yet, but his hairline is already kind of receding. But he's like super spindly thin and really tall. Um, he's got a, a a kind smile, but seems kind of tired. Uh, constantly, like you can see bags under his eyes, and he kind of you know like scratches at his face a little bit, and he's like, um. Well, we haven't uh, announced what we're working on in here, but um, we've made strides. So, uh, as you know, some humans can do things that others can't, right? Like math? (laughs) I meant more like um, bursting into flame or breathing in outer space. Or Or running really fast. Or, yes, running exceptionally fast superhumanly fast turning into that animals just... yes um like uh what's her name uh menagerie she she's been doing that for 20 years um mm. but um uh, we are simply interested in how but because if you if you look at, at frogs they can do things that other animals can't they can they can jump very high they're amphibious um but that's built into their biology that's built into their dna all the, the whole species can do that so you're um, saying that frogs are superheroes precisely that mm. is exactly what i'm saying <laughs> no i'm merely it's an interesting field of, of study to look at why it is that these species with their preternatural abilities are are cooked into their dna while heroes superhumans some of them are well, they're all human, and yet some of them have completely superhuman abilities. So we're, we're looking at that. Is, is it DNA? Is it exposure? That's a good question. We haven't really gotten that far in science class, and I, I glance at our teacher kind of accusingly. Uh, Mr. Victor's like, no, I promise, they, uh, they know what DNA is. We've been they're... learning a lot about Rift. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Murray again is like, oh, I bet that's fascinating study. She's an mm-hmm. interesting case, my sister. But we, we don't display this room as much because, well, it's frankly not as exciting for people as the mech suits and the VR experience and the spectacle. It's just not as exciting, I suppose. But it's very important work, right? I certainly think so. He favors you with a smile, Colin. That seems to mean a lot to him. Uh, but it's also coming from a kid, so it's not like he's jumping up and down about being validated. <laughs> On the inside, he is. He, but on the inside, he is. And he looks at Zach and he's like, Mr. Wright, if you don't mind, I, I would be glad to accompany you for more of your tour. Maybe I can provide a, a unique perspective on some things. And Zach is like, oh, that would, uh, of course. Like, you know, he's talking to his, the guy who owns the company that he works for. So <laughs> he's not 100% kissing ass, but he's like at least 40% kissing <laughs> ass. He's butterfly kissing. That butt. We would, he's butterfly kissing his ass. God damn it, Krista. <laughs> I hate that you... God damn it. <laughs> I'm How here could to you make do it this to me? and also chaotic. How that could is you my job. do this to me? Listen, last episode was Sad Madison. No, I'm back with more better stuff. <laughs> right, she's recovered. I have to um, recover. And so, uh, you know, Zach is like, oh, that, that would be fantastic. We would we would love to, to hear what you have to say about some of this stuff. So Dr. Murray, he kind of walks along down the hall. And he's like, oh, well. I think maybe I can get us a couple more floors up of clearance. Maybe oh. there, there's some things that I think we might be ready to show you all. Maybe we oh. can see the aliens. As long as I'm accompanying you, uh, no one will kick us out. Um, and so if you'll just follow me, we'll we'll go up this flight. Um, and as he's talking, he kind of 
Like, and he starts to walk, and he, like, his stride falters a little bit. Like, he looked very excited, and he's got these kind of, like, awkward long legs, and so he's, you know, like, trucking. Like, he's the center of attention, which is maybe not how he's normally lived his life. And so he looks very eager to to take you to some secret places you shouldn't be able to go. But his his stride kind of falters, and he slows down, and he's like, and he 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 reaches up and and touches at his ear where you see that there's an earpiece, and he's like, "No, my uh, my schedule is supposed to be clear. I'm not expecting anyone until." Well, <clears throat> well, if it's so urgent, then they can make an appointment. I'm, gi- I'm giving a tour right now, and he looks and smiles at you guys, like, "Oh, look at me! Like, I'm, I'm making you guys such a priority that I'm putting people on hold." Um, and then his like performative smile just kind of like fades, and he's like, "Wait." Uh, say that name again uh, tell him i'll be right up tell him not to touch anything and he starts to walk uh he he looks back at you and i was like i'm sorry something's come up you sorry but i i simply have to go i have a, a, a meeting i forgot about mr anderson i have to go to the bathroom Cade says me too mr victor uh-huh. yep yeah mr victor i have to go to the bathroom um, Zach is assuring Dr. Murray that it's perfectly fine. He has a busy schedule. We all understand. And Dr. Murray gives you all like a, a, a apologetic smile while he's going down the hallway. You're yelling at Mr. Victor and he's looking at you and he's like, um, uh, and he's trying to get Zach's attention. Uh, who's still kind of talking to Dr. Murray, but eventually Zach turns back around as Dr. Murray is like pretty far down the hallway. And he's <laughs> like, is there a, is there a restroom up here or anything um and zach's like um there's one in the employee section but i'm probably not supposed to let you back there we might have to go back down to the lobby do we just have to pee in a bucket no you don't have to pee in a bucket madison i'll take you back to the public bathrooms colin's going to get everyone's attention at i don't know one of the tests with the suit maybe they're doing another big fire blast or something he's gonna be like oh shit guys look holy cow and get everyone to his attempt is to get everyone to look at the thing again and buy Cade a second of time to, I don't know. Uh, Roll a provoke someone. While he's doing that, Please I want to do my, my burn thing real quick. Sure, too. sure. You can charge burn. Oh no! Uh, you got what? a six for burn. <laughs> so you get you get three. I no, you, you get two. You get two and you mark three conditions. Oh, three? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh... It, the Nova is a disaster. Um, in the best way. But the Nova also... I got a seven. The Nova also gets more burn with conditions, though. Like, so it right. kind of helps. So conditions are bad, but for a Nova, they're also like a positive modifier. I see. So it's like the more emotionally unstable the Nova becomes, the more powerful they are. Okay, Holy I guess shit. I'm angry because I'm still upset about the that Fleetfoot thing's not updated. I am... I don't know what I am. Guilty for trying to sneak around and insecure. Yeah, okay, there. There we go. Uh, you got seven on a provoke someone. So on a seven to nine. And gain a critical opportunity is one of my choices. Uh, okay, so what happens is uh, Mr. Victor looks at the window that you're pointing at. He's like, nothing's happening over there, Colin. And then he looks back at you to like scold you a little bit. But then his attention is taken away from you and he looks back and over your shoulder and he's like emil what are you doing over there come here <laughs> and emil like quickly like comes over um 
like he's got a little letterman jacket on and he like pulls it tighter around himself as he comes over he's like sorry sorry yeah but no one is distracted uh what if i am just in the back of the crowd and everyone is turned away from me roll mundane to see how (laughs) to see how ignored you are okay that's an eight eight um you're at the back of the crowd no one is paying attention to you except for george um i'm gonna i'm gonna point down the hall and whisper aliens oh my god roll and provoke someone (laughs) it's a nine you have a millisecond while he goes what really and he turns and he looks all right can i try to like flash into a fly form Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Roll and unleash your powers. Oh, it's high. It's a seven. Oh, God. You do it, but on a seven to nine, you mark a condition or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Oh, I'm going to mark afraid because this There's is, a good, that's this a good is terrifying. Idea. But you successfully do it. Though when he turns around, you're, well, what are you? Uh, you got a seven, so... Uh, I'm going for the espionage. You're going thing. for the espionage. All right, so you need to roll a d6 to see which from the espionage list. Oh, jeez. Oh, good God. It's a six. You are a chameleon. Oh, oh, boy. All right, so I drop to the floor kind of hard, dropping from four feet to, like, five feet to the floor and kind of smack, and then I want to skitter as fast as I can down the hallway trying to blend in as much as possible towards where the guy was going. So you're following. Okay. okay. Uh, so George looks down the hallway. He's like, aliens, where? And then he turns back around. And he's like, Kate, I wish you would stop lying to me. I have. My heart is weak. <laughs> <laughs> but then when he turns back around, no one's there. <laughs> he's like, Kate? Uh, Mr. Victor? Oh, jeez. And you can hear him calling for Mr. Victor. I'm gonna say, hey, George, George, all this stuff no. is really cool, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Have you seen Kate? Like, yeah. in the past second? <laughs> we, uh, yeah, I think she, I think she ran, I think she really had to go to the bathroom. I think she ran off to, to try to get back to the lobby. She must have just, I don't know, went on the other side of the group or something. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, roll, roll a comfort or support someone. Jesus Christ. With his weak heart. Uh, that's an eight. Um, y'all are middle of the road on all of your rolls right now. Yeah. You, you don't fail. Um, he's like, I, uh, and then Mr. Victor comes over. He's like, uh, yeah, George, what, what's going on, son? Um, and George is like, I, I don't, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Poor George. And Mr. Victor is just like, We're uh, just gaslighting the shit out of George. I feel terrible. Uh, Alright, all, all George. Uh, let me know if you need anything. Um, and he starts to walk away. Um, Cade. Yes? You're a chameleon? Uh-huh. I want you to roll Unleash Your Powers to see how good you are at blending in. Oh, jeez. That's a ten. That's a full, full hit. hit. Cade. You are booking it down the hallway after Dr. Murray, and you are just perfectly in tune with your chameleon instincts. You blend in with the tile floor, you blend in with the walls, like, even for a second you blend in with, like, his pants leg as you jump, (laughs) as you jump onto the elevator that he's on. Alright, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna curl up in the corner as small as I can get. Damn. Now I gotta say, I didn't see that coming. 
All right, uh, you're you're in there, and we'll do that in a second. Uh, Madison <laughs> and Colin, what are you doing? Uh. <laughs> okay, so everyone's distracted, and Kate is gone. I mean, not really distracted, but <laughs> well, sure. I'm gonna pull Colin aside, and I'm gonna use one of my burn powers, which is constructs, and I'm going to make a construct of. The security badge or whatever that what's his face had dr murray oh my god wow uh <laughs> i can create an object up to the size of a person with one bird <laughs> we are really just giving daniel a run for his money today <laughs> yeah i mean i was gonna make you roll unleash your powers but like it's just a move i have you just do it you expend one of your burn and i'm not gonna give you the opportunity to fail because yeah. then you would be wrongfully spending your burn. Okay, yeah. you create you create And I it. show it to Colin. Oh my god. And I'm like, let's go follow Kate wherever she's just... We've gotta find a way to get away though. Let's hold on to this for a second. Um oh god. Are we so we take two elevators to go up and down floors, right? Yeah. Because there's probably like twelve of you total, so like you probably so split. I feel like our best bet is I guess I can whisper this to to Madison. Um, Madison, I feel like our best bet is to try to get away when we're transitioning floors because it's gonna take a second for them to realize we're not there. Because yeah. if we take two elevators, you know they're gonna think, oh, they're just in the other elevator. And I feel like that's our only shot right now. So okay. we need to push this bathroom break thing back in the lobby, and then, I mean, I can just run. <laughs> but what are you gonna do? I'll, I don't know, maybe, uh, I've been wanting to try it, I mean, I haven't yet, but I, maybe I can go invisible, but I don't know yet. Oh, you could, like, cast some sort of illusion shit, that's My awesome. My other idea was maybe to, like, you know, I can do that glamour thing to be, you know, hysteria, maybe I can do a glamour to be Zack, I don't know yet. Oh, man. I haven't, I haven't figured that out yet, but I'm gonna try it. Oh. I hope I actually turn into him and I don't just turn into some weird, awful, like, combination. I feel like as the responsible one of the group, I need to say that I strongly <laughs> object to this, but Cade's kind of put us in it, and we have, Sorry, to, guys. we have to figure it out, so I believe in you, <gasps> you maybe, can do this, oh Madison. Man, what if I, I mean, I know what she looks like in her superhero outfit, right? Do I know what Dr. Lady Murray oh looks like? Oh my god. Ripped? Um, Could I try to... You've not... Have I... You've not seen her enough out of her suit. To... Okay, well, I could always just turn into her in her suit if I'm able to do, like, illusion stuff. We'll cross that bridge when we get to Okay. Maybe... We'll have to figure just, out how to... Can you just try to turn into a random scientist? Like, can you do that just... sort of illusion? where you... So that way you don't have to be as detailed, just a random... I guess, yeah, I could try. I can try. Uh, but, uh, Zach... And Mr. Victor are, like, trying to shuffle everyone back down the hallway, away from the elevator, uh, away from the elevator that Mr. Murray, Dr. Murray took, and uh, back down to the lobby. Um, they're like, Zach's like, okay, well, I think that about, I think that about does it. Um, so we'll head back down, use the bathrooms, um, you guys can check out the gift shop, got some cool stuff down there. Um, but, yeah, let, let, let's head down and we'll, we'll say our, say our goodbyes there, I guess. Um, and the, the class starts to shuffle down the hallway. Both of you roll and assess the situation. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Y'all both... Y'all are so caught up in your shit that you don't notice anything out of the ordinary as you move back down the hallway. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> I know. We can take another peek when we come up here 
in disguise. Cade, you're in the elevator with Dr. Murray. Um, and he's not on headset talking to anyone anymore. Like, he's still got it on, but he's not. Um, and he's kind of, like, especially from below, you can see him clenching and unclenching his fists and, like, shaking his hands out a little bit. And he's mumbling to himself, like, I thought I, oh, gosh. Um, he just seems extremely, uh, anxious. Oh, man. Um. I, so he wasn't actually prioritizing his school field trip. He just really didn't want to meet with whoever this is. <laughs> uh, he, he seemed to be surprised that someone was there at all, actually. Like, he, he definitely was like, oh, wait, who's here? Like, it's not <laughs> someone, that, it's not someone that he knew was here. The elevator goes up and up and up. Um, you're on here for a very long time. Um, like, it's a pretty quick elevator, but this is a skyscraper. And the fact that you've been in, on here for so long, you start to get the sense that you're, like, going up. Um, but yeah, he just kind of keeps murmuring to himself. He checks his, checks, like, his tablet once or twice. But yeah, he, and he, he like, paces a little bit. But eventually, uh, as the number starts to tick up on the elevator, um, he straightens up. You hear him, like, try to... <sighs> okay. Um, he straightens his lab coat. Uh, he's... He brushes like his receding hair to the side a little bit, you know, like <laughs> trying to trying to style it a little bit and look presentable. He has a tie that he, you know, that he fixes. Um, and the the door opens, and you're in like an office space. You're you see like a a, a waiting area. You see a receptionist. Um, you see a couple like a couple offices, uh, but there's one very big one that is obviously his that he's headed towards. Uh, but he steps out of the elevator and you see him look at the waiting room. Like he's like, um, and then he, he looks over at the secretary, the receptionist. And it's like, he gives like a shrug, like a, a like a, well, wh- where is he? Um, and she apologetically looks at him and she's like, sorry, sir. I tried. Um, Agent Thawne is waiting for you inside. And he sighs and he starts to go to the unlit office room. Um, that is his. Well, I'm gonna try to follow him as stealthily as possible. Cool. Uh, you had a full hit earlier, so I'm not gonna make you re-roll. You're still perfect at your stealthing as a chameleon. You're still perfect. Yeah. You're still perfect, as you've always been. So you make it, you're you're following after him as he as he walks through, and you get to, like, this this big like, the, the floor to ceiling, the wall is glass. Uh, like a window looking in. Um, so, like, some of them have been, like, blacked out so that no one can look in. Like, there must be, like, some kind of, like, adjuster or something that can change um, the tint or whatever on the mm-hmm. windows. But one is really dim, but not quite to where you can't see through it. And you see through the tinted window an almost silhouetted figure of a broad-shouldered, surly-looking guy leaning up against a desk, glaring back at you through the window, um, tossing up into the air and catching over and over again a small object that occasionally catches a glint of sunlight and you recognize the ever angry face of Aegis Agent Thawne.